college for this. One, two. Impact the scholars with this. My scholarship can never. What's going on? Welcome to a new episode of Four Side. This your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, this your boy Wills. Episode 68 of the show. Hope all is well with you guys, man. I'm recording this on Saturday, January 12th, 2019. Hope you guys have been feeling good. We've been doing all right here in New York, even though it's been insanely brick for the last couple days. I mean, I have to talk to the man above to figure that out. So I don't know why the weather has been what it's been, but you know what? We've been doing all right, and we hope all is well. Make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at Pod. Big salute to AK for taking over the Twitter page. I was getting trashed with the Twitter page. You <laughs> saved me. I forgot what you had. You see what I'm saying? Hey, AJ, he wrote it in the group chat. I was like, AK, take care of the Twitter page. I'm like, oh shit, we do have a Twitter page. Honestly, it's key. So I'm very happy that AK has been taking over with that. So again, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Foresight Pod. Of course, give us a listen on SoundCloud and iTunes. Review the show, show love, support, and all of that good stuff. Uh, we have a lot of great people in the building right now. Of course, you got myself, Arden, you got AK to the right of me, you got Rose across from me. Taylor is currently working right now, getting that show money, but she'll be back next week. And of course, I have to do a temperature check. How's everybody in the room doing? I'm good. I'm cool, I'm It's freezing, though. I'm good. <laughs> I can't hear it's cool, but I'm talking about outside. Yeah, it's outside. 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 Last night was crazy, bro. Yeah, that should make no sense. What was that? 15 degrees, feeling like three? So, so it was, was talking about three sock weather. Wearing my three socks and long johns. It's alive in this life. Yeah, yeah, it was heavy. Jesus Christ, man. But <laughs> I had a very good week. I had, a, I had a very good week. It felt good to be back at work. Because, you know, folks know, like, I work in the school. Like, I teach and coach. So my break was like two and a half weeks. And the one thing, I have a love-hate relationship with winter break. The first week is cool. The second week is trash. Because December like drags out. It's like everybody knows that the new year is coming. What school are you working at? It's the Riverdale Country School in the Bronx. I work at a private school. They hit two weeks from but uh just to get into the show we have a very special guest with us uh this is an artist that i've known since we were in high school yeah, we've known each other for a long time uh i've seen his growth and development for one as a rapper and the dope music he was dropping. And then suddenly I start seeing him, you know, go for people's head tops in the battle rap scene. <laughs> and I remember, this is actually really cool. I'll say it was three years ago or so, I've seen you battle. It was yeah. here in White Plains, yeah. right on East Post Road. Yeah. I pulled right up. Right the garage over there. Yep, see him catch a body. You was there. Oh, yeah. It was like in one of the spots where you're supposed oh, yeah, to go. Yeah, right yeah, around yeah, the corner. We ended up getting kicked out. Oh, yeah, we got to go in that garage. Yeah, yeah, right in the garage. I forgot who I was texting. I was texting you. Yeah. And I was like, yo, did he go yet? Did he go yet? And yeah. He was like, nah, I'm like, I'm coming. Yup. Yeah, but this dude has been really making a name for himself in the battle rap world. The more I see him battle, the more vicious the bars are, the boys is getting better and better. I see the crowd's getting bigger too. Always. Got my man Cassius Clay in the building. Yeah, man. Sir. What's going on, buddy? Oh, shit. Nothing much. 
much man, you know. And try and work, man. Rapping, rapping, and working. That's it, man. And when it comes to it, when it comes to this, you know, first things first. How long it's been since you started battle rap? My first battle was March fifteenth in two thousand fifteen. Okay. And then yeah, so that that almost four years ago. Now then yeah, that was in New Jersey. Like before then though, I was battling on Twitter and stuff like that. Like I, me and my people have been like a battle rapper that battled on like you around and stuff. His name was John John Don. Yep, John. Okay. Yeah, you heard of him and stuff like that. He like him and him and another battle rapper named Chef Trez was battling on Twitter one day. Yep. And like me and some people was just kind of like gassing it up and stuff like that. And we were just like, yo, we should make this a thing called TRL. Like it was just kind of oh like, yes, yes, like a, yes, it was like a play on URL. So it's like. That. Instead of the ultimate rap league, we got the Twitter rap league. So we out here just battling each other on Twitter just for fun. Like, it wasn't even supposed to be a thing. Yeah. But then, like, people really started paying attention to it. And, like, we ended up having, like, URL people make our flyers and stuff like that. Like, we were just, we just kind of working for a little bit. And it's like, yeah, that ended up becoming a thing. And this league called I Got Bars out of New Jersey, one of the people who was, like, helping run TRL, he was, like, working with them. And they were looking for battles to kind of debut on their platform and stuff like that because they were trying to throw, like, their first event and all that. So I was like, I, like, he, he told me, he was like, yo, if you ever wanted to battle on camera, I was like, realistic, I never thought about it, but, like, why not? We'll see what's up. So then he set that up, and then, like, next thing I know, like, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> and next thing I know, I'm in, and it's just like, that first battle, I... I caught a body too. That was ugly. <laughs> that was ugly. Shout out to D Bugs though. That's my guy. <laughs> Shout out to D Bugs. That's my guy. But he got killed. He still don't want to admit it to this day. He still swear I lost. <laughs> the polls don't lie, man. The polls don't lie. And it's <laughs> I'll also ask about as well because I do remember the TRL days. And yeah, I remember seeing it being very frequent. I was like, yeah, yeah. We bringing it back too. Ah, yeah. We bringing it back too. I'm on. I'm on the next. Next event that they got coming out, you know, February. And how did that? February sixth or seventh, I believe, is the is the date. And how did that even just come out? This random where it's like, yeah, we're just gonna battle over Twitter with tweets. Like, Literally, like, like how? Nah, like after John John and like Chef Fred did, we were just like, yo, who else wanna battle? Like, cause we were just having fun. Like, we were yeah. just like, yo, oh, like yo, who, like it was like, yo, who else wanna battle? And then like my man Judah. Not, not Lord Judah, but... <laughs> 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 nah, 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 my, my, my son, he's about my little homie, he's like 15 years old at the time. But like, he, he nice though, like, that nigga could rap. So it's like, he, he was battling one of my peoples, and then like, I was like, I bet. So then they started doing that, the next day they was like, alright, we going, we want to do some more battles, yesterday was fun. So I was like, alright, why not, let me do this. So like, I see everybody battling, I've literally battled four times in a row, I was <laughs> Like, I was winning, like, back to back to back. So they was like, yo, like, they had, like, a little tournament and shit, too. I smoked the tournament. It was over. I was like, oh, all right, this is kind of lit. Like, how many tweets would be in a round? It would just be one tweet per round. So it's like, oh, you got no. 140 characters to basically get your bars off. And the thing is, you got to learn how to finesse that because I learned how to put, like, four bars into a whole 140 character tweet. Somehow, some way, I was doing whole setups, punch like all of that. Like, people was over here doing, like, one punch line per tweet. <laughs> Over here, like four of them drones. So it's like spell checking and everything. No, my grammar was dumb trash. But I tell you, like I had no spaces in between.
between words. I was about to say, he probably put yeah. no spaces. I put no right. spaces in between words that's until, like, the line was over. So each line was just one word, pretty much. But it's like, I would capitalize each, like, the first letter of each word so yeah, that they know it's separated. Yeah. But it's like, I just need a character space. So it's like, I couldn't actually put spaces in between. So it's like, I just kind of had to make them kind of figure it out. Need a genius. I was like, you know what? Let me try to figure out how to finesse this. Because it's like, I got tired of doing one, two bar in between. Because I started out doing that too. Because I thought that's just what we had to do. Yeah. So it's like, but once I was like, yo, like I could just make use of this whole 140 characters be out. And it also teaches me like how to condense my material. So it's yeah. like, in terms of like live battling on camera and stuff like that, like it makes it a whole lot easier for me. Yeah. Because it's like, now instead of drawing out a whole setup to lead up to like a punchline, like it's a whole eight bar setup and shit like that, like I can that's that to one or two. Yeah. And it's like, now you can just punch back to back to back to back and it's not really like too much space too much within between. Yeah. So it's like, you, know, you don't really have any dry spots at the end of the day. Like, to me, every line counts. So it's like, everything kind of got to either connect in some way or to mean something else. So it's like, I focus a lot on writing a lot. So it's like performance is something that I've been getting better at, but it's not really like my strong suit. Mm-hmm. But like, I definitely would consider myself a writer. Okay. Like, for sure. And, you know, Will's, because this, this episode is great for us because for us, it's been a long time for a few years. But we rarely get to talk about battle rap on the show. <laughs> like, we make references here and there, yeah. but Wills is really into battle rap. Yeah, I'm an amateur battle rap fan. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I fell off. <laughs> my, friend, my friend put me back on like a few moments ago. So I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I fell off, but then I got Girl, back on. Because it was just like, too much. It's a lot. <laughs> the thing is, there's a lot of battlers and there's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of leagues, there's a lot of battlers, there's a lot going on, That's so it's true. like, and every single day, somebody else want to throw an event. Like, somebody yeah, else yeah, want to yeah. throw an event. Like, so even like, Smack got crazy with the events. Yeah, Smack got me throwing an event. It was like, like Summer month. Madness 7 and 8, like, in this. I'm like, what? Within a month of each on? other. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, Summer Madness nah, is like. Nah, but the reason that they. Summer Madness used to be like a. a I know, it's probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Summer Madness and Gnome were the two biggest events of the year. It was like WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, them joints was a big deal, but then they just started wilding. But the thing is, they ended up skipping something. Yeah, that's why they said one year, I guess. That's why I was saying, I'm like, yeah, maybe they put it together because I know one year Summer Madness did it. Yeah, Summer Madness 6 was supposed to happen in 2016. They ended up pushing it to 2017. Yeah. So that never ended up happening that year. So then Summer Madness 7 and 8 ended up being put together in the same year. But they put them like a month apart from each other. So it's like... That's just kind of stupid, and it's also not even in the summer. <laughs> they did that joint in November. Wasn't one like overseas? Yeah, one was in London. Summer Madness yeah. 8 was in London. Summer Madness 7 was in Vegas. Yeah. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah. But you said something too, and Wills and AK, I want to get your thoughts on it as well, because regardless of where we stand on the spectrum of our battle rap intake, we still know that since it's a big part of the culture, yeah. which is how do we feel about the the huge growth in leagues, and really just the politicking with it. Because like, for example, right, like I said, I'm on the spectrum of, I ain't nowhere close to being a big battle rap fan. Like, uh, Hitman Holla got me into it, Loaded Lux, and really through Loaded, he was like the one that, I guess, introduced to me the whole aspect of, you know, they not giving me that bag to battle. And then yeah, uh, to seeing that, and then who else? Uh, Lux and Murder Book, yeah. Who else from Jersey, man? Arsenal? Uh, Arsenal. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he started yeah. talking about the, the politicking and the bags yeah. and the security and stuff. So, yeah. you know, with Will starting with you, man, like, 
again, being a big battle rap fan that you are slash were. <laughs> slash were. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that as well, man? Um, I mean, I feel like everybody, like, um, they don't, like, want to stay in the same spot. I feel like that's what it was. Like, I don't want to, like, continue being a worker. I want to mm-hmm. be a boss. So I feel yeah. like a lot of people stepped out and, like, started their own leagues, like John John, uh, Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lux had his own league, too, Heinz then. But, yeah. yeah um, but I just feel like they just want the back. They see Smack doing it. They're like, yo, yeah. I could do it. That's kind of like with, um, like, uh, when I talked about getting, like, yeah. When I used to get like, and we used to go to the city to like pay D Cole to record us and stuff. And then we thought about it and he's like, yo, fuck that. We just, we just do, do this I'm like, yo, I got a camera myself. I know how to do this <laughs> yeah. shit myself. Like, I know how to work YouTube yeah. myself. So it was yeah. like, yo, fuck it, we do it ourselves. And then yeah. we ended up doing it ourselves and getting the same amount of views, same amount of like subscribers. Exactly. Like, so it's just like, you don't always need smack. And I feel like that's what it's like coming down to now. And it's just yeah. like, I could also put wrestling into it. Like yeah. now, you don't need WWE. You could go yeah. to all the roster. Yeah, now you got all the yeah. like all all yeah. type of shit. So I just feel like it, it's good for the culture. Like the more the better. That's how. I Is feel. it really though? Uh, I mean, it oversaturates the field. It kind of does, and that's why. And how many are sustainable? I would say the same thing. Me personally, I feel like there's certain leagues that are held to a certain caliber and I feel like those leagues should be like the primary league that people yeah. like. There's nothing wrong with having like a smaller league but it's also not everybody has the knowledge to throw in a bank. Like a lot of people just feel like they have a lot of money. We can pay a couple names to come out here and battle people that people know like but they just gonna battle a bunch of nobodies and they gonna beat them up and then it's like yeah. now what? It's like now you just wasted a bunch of money but what happens with the next event? Like you can't just keep throwing out money for these big names every event. Like you're gonna eventually have to stop doing that because you're gonna run out of bread. So okay. it's like now after you do that whole first big event with all these names on it, now you have to go back to ground ground zero. You're gonna start back at yeah. step one yeah. and now you have to build your own talent. With no names. Yeah, you have to have a whole event with people nobody knows. You gotta build your own talent and at the end of the day people don't wanna do that. And people, people are looking for like overnight success in battle rap when in any field that's just not possible. Yeah. Like yeah, there's a certain people that like might post a video online, but you don't know how long they've been grinding for years yeah, before they even posted that viral video. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even if it seems like something happened overnight, chances are it ain't happened overnight. Yeah, like, exactly, and the thing is that people see that success that people got in battle rap and feel like, oh, I right, if they can do it, I can do it too, which is possible. Like everybody can do whatever you set your mind yeah. to, but it's like, Exactly, exactly. You gotta look at it from a standpoint like, I maybe I need some help in this area. I should probably reach out to this person. Like, cause the thing is, like, people want to do everything themselves too. So it's like nobody want to ask for help. And now it's just like now you stuck, and now your ego fail because you didn't have the proper knowledge and you didn't reach out to the proper channels to get this joint moving. That's just like the uh, like who who move battle uh. Aver, yeah, we battle Aver about RBE. And that lead, I don't know what's up with that lead. That was my first time watching RBE, that on that. RBE is actually oh. one of like the stable leagues now, especially like over the last couple years. They've been having a lot of That's the Red Reed, you know? Yeah, Red Reed Entertainment. That's where um, Middleton battle? Yeah, Jalen Battle K. Yeah. Okay, see, that was good, but what they did with Mook and Aver, I didn't like that they let him go for as long as they wanted. Yeah. They, they agreed on that, though. That oh. wasn't, that wasn't that on the league. league. That wasn't on the league. 
That was on them. It's in their contract. If you, trash. The thing that is, just, if you request yeah, that, I, 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 I actually watched that battle. Yeah, no, you were rapping like 25 I years. never finished the battle because I'm like, yo, move I watched it like I watched it live and then that was it. Like, yeah, I remember being at a barbecue that day. It was actually for the league that I battled for. We had a barbecue. We ended up just throwing that joint on the speaker. Uh, yeah, nah, that freaking move rap for like 18 hours, bro. Like, yeah, it was crazy. like, God, 18 hours. I'm pretty sure move still happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's like, 18 hours. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yo, like, you really don't. And the thing is, like. Three months later. Three months later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
got clout in these streets. Yeah. But keep going. Keep but yeah, going. So basically, yeah, so, okay. but yeah, you got the sponsor. So basically, the sponsor is the one that's going to put up majority of the bread for the event. He's going to get all the names to the battles. How much are we possibly talking? It depends. It depends. I mean, anywhere from like, if you booking like a loaded lux, like a moot pack of event, those joints, are the, one battle is probably going to cost you fifty thousand dollars. So it's like, oh, okay. yeah, because from to my knowledge, lux over here got like forty k. So it's like, Jeez. damn. So it's like if you're doing that, you gotta really look at like if one battle is costing fifty grand, you gotta understand. Two serfs is on a card. Hitman Hollis is on the same card. These people is getting yeah, right. more than ten thousand dollars a battle. Damn. So it's like, so you want to eat like, so you're gonna eat probably at least a hundred grand. Cause then you gotta rent out the venue. Yeah. Like you gotta rent out the venue, which is gonna cost you a few thousand dollars. Like especially if you're renting out like the Webster Hall, the Urban Plazas, and joints yeah. like that that hold like eleven hundred something people. Those joints don't they ain't cheap. So it's like to rent them out, especially for a whole day for like a twelve hour event. Like, like, a like those joints is gonna be costing a, like a hundred thousand dollars to book the venue. So now it's like you. You're doing a lot right now. So it's like, to do that, and then you gotta pay the venue, you gotta pay the, the sponsor back day money that they put up. So it's like, the ladies don't really make that much money at the end of the day because they gotta pay the battlers, the sponsors, they gotta pay the cameramen, they gotta pay the editors, they gotta pay promoters to promote the event for them. Like, they gotta pay all these different platforms and these different like people. And it's just like, at the end of the day, the ladies don't make that much bread. They get their money from YouTube views, pretty much. And that's not a lot. Like, and yeah, of course, they're going to make a little bit off the door and stuff like that, but, like, after they pay everybody back, they're not left with as much money as people think that they got. Yeah. Like, and I guess that's why SmackDown are starting to do more pay-per-view and stuff right now, because they get a bigger chunk of the... Of course. They get a bigger yeah. chunk of it, and they also don't got to spend as much bread, because they don't have to get these big venues like that anymore. Because they're doing a lot of small events now. That, like, that's what I'm saying, yeah. So it's like, now that they're doing those small events, they don't got to spend as much money. And they also not using the biggest of names, so it's not like they really dishing out hella bread for these events. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they making a lot of money back off these pay per views now because it's like they get pretty much like fifty percent. I think it is off those like payments and stuff like yeah. that. I was, gonna, I was gonna ask you too. I was gonna say why he's doing like a lot because I remember like pay per views was kind of like, pay per view. Smack never wanted to do pay Yeah, I the first like, time Smack, Smack did pay per view, he said he was never gonna do it again. again. I remember that. And, and now look at him. Every yeah, event, every pay-per-view. event is a pay per view, and that's why I was like, yo, I fell back, and now I come back because he 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 saw. Right, and that's the thing. Like, regardless of the bootlegs, bootlegs are gonna get out regardless. Yeah. So it's like, you can't, I watch the yeah, with, with a pay per view, <laughs> like any league that does pay per view is gonna get bootlegs eventually. Yeah. Like, you don't see it. Like, it might get deleted the next day, yeah. but it's gonna be up. It's so it's like, you can't stop somebody from doing that. Like, but you yeah. just gotta take that and just deal with it. Like at the end of the day, you take that on the chin. You're not losing that much bread off the bootlegs. Like. People say that they take away from the views of the battle, but if the battle's good enough, people's gonna watch it when it drops anyway. Yeah, like, and the bootlegs don't stay up for that long. So it's like, at the end of the day, eventually it's gonna be going, and they're gonna wanna watch the battle again. And once it drops, they go and click the link. Like, it's not gonna stop them from clicking the link. And that's what Smack thought. He's like, oh, my bet, my whole event is up on YouTube now. So it's like, he never wanted to do pay per view again after that because they bootlegged the whole event. So it's like, Yeah, no drinks with him. Jam battles official. Oh, yeah, I remember that. 
I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to subject myself to hours on end and just watching trash battles. Like, I don't need that in my life. And that's also going to fuck with me because then it's just like, I'm just over here listening to a bunch of trash bars and that's just going to fuck with my creativity. Like, I don't need that. So it's like, I'm good. So it's like, I don't really like to watch footage like that. I may watch a battle or two, like, if I know that you're good. So it's like, I, I can see what I'm going up against. Like, yeah, so it's like, if I know that you... Like, my, my battle that I got tomorrow, like... He actually, I, so it's like, I watched a couple of his joints, but I've also seen him battle a lot before. So it's like, I know kind of what like, I'm expecting tomorrow, so it's like, it's not really like a big deal for me. I'm still not the right for that shit, though. <laughs> but <how laughs> like, see, and that's the thing, like, and that's it. Like, I got a whole battle tomorrow, and I'm still not done. So it's like, <laughs> how many bars, though, usually come from riding around? I can't count, to be honest. Like, I can, get, I can gauge time, like... 16 is usually 45 seconds, so like around is anywhere from two and a half to like three minutes. So it's like. I'll always start like 40 to 50. Bars? Yeah, that's all the things too. Yeah, I always start 40 to 50. Nah, if you do like 16, probably multiply that by like, like four, probably like 100 something bars. AK, since you and Paz don't battle rap, dude, you were like me. Mm-hmm. We together in this. <laughs> what kind of battle are usually draws your interest. Because, like, for example, like, for me, I think the reason why uh, Lux and Hitman got my attention because it was a good mix of being very entertaining yeah, they and then really happy the bars. They give you a show. Like, yeah. people yeah. I really fuck with was up on, uh, what's his name, Charlie Clips. Yeah. Or Charlie Clips heavy. I fuck with um, Arsenal heavy, too. So, like, I think with them, it's like, obviously, they, they, got the, they got the bars, they know that shit. Disrespect. And then, they disrespect. Like, like, you know, they put them in the position. The performance and shit. Like, yo, that shit was some. Arsenal was like, was definitely oh, playing. Arsenal, like, Arsenal, like, Arsenal, like, Arsenal, like, Arsenal, like, Arsenal, like, Yeah, now, how look at that, my guy? Shit, what kind of holler? How look at that? What do you think about him and Jonathan? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like how those approach to that battle, to be honest. Same. Like, uh, I said the same thing with my boy. He watched it and he texted me, like, what do you think? One, I'm like, I don't know, but I'm like, something about Hollow. Hollow, yeah. Hollow, that battle was a build up to that battle. It was just a letdown, pretty much. Because it's like, they was building that battle up for years. Because it's like, they, everybody said John John stole Hollow's name, and then they ended up fighting like, each other. Yeah. Oh. And then it's like, like for real? Yeah, they formed in real life, bro. Like, with the Sue battle is a perfect example of that. 
Surf had a very strong first round, and it matched up with Hitman's to where it kind of took away the steam of the rest of his rounds. Nobody ever did that That's before. That's true. Yeah. And nobody ever did that to Hitman before because nobody ever was able to keep up in round one. Yeah. The person before that was John John. Yeah. John John was the last person before Surf that I actually seen debatably beat Hitman Hollow. Like. I don't think Surf beat Surf. Because there was a round with Surf. Surf that man, in my opinion. Yeah. But like, Surf had a round with Hitman Hollow. didn't Surf. Like stop rapping? No. But the third round, what battle was that? No, sir. Oh, Romney. Romney, yeah, that was Romney. Yeah, yeah. But he just jerked in the third round and was over. Yeah, that shit got wet. What I was about to say was, sir had a part of that battle against Hitman. Like, 
a good way to kind of keep people engaged and stuff like that. Because it's like, I seen like a lot of people just kind of doing that. So I was like, let me just kind of build my joint up real quick, start doing these updates. Because like, she was the only one that I was seeing. So it's like, I feel like if more people had other people to like see that, yeah, yeah. like, it would kind of just kind of help the situation. So it's like, it kind of gets them more out there and also kind of helped me out at the same time. So it's like, Jazz be traveling too. OD, Jazz be around, <laughs> yo. Jazz, Jazz been around longer than me. Yeah, I think she might be younger than me. Yeah, I think she, she is. is. <laughs> she was she was going to events when she was like sixteen, like which, but when they was twenty one and up too, like they was having events in like Santos and shit like that in the city, and like it was twenty one and up until Summer Madness one, like nobody was allowed to go to events. Like I couldn't go to an event until Summer Madness one. Okay. So it's like I've always wanted to, and like the thing is I was getting tight, and it's like bro, like what are you doing? And I remember it was like Summer Madness one was gonna be twenty one and up too. And, but I was like, yo, what's up, what if they're all, they let people in 19 and up all the time, like, what is y'all doing, like, yeah. and a bunch of people on Twitter was tight, so that they all started tweeting URL, like, yo, what's good, like, you should make this right 18 and up, and ever since then, the events have all been 18 and up, so it's like, But well, speaking of 18 and up, wait, wait, before we switch it, I just want to know, I just had to know, um, yeah. do you think, uh, K-Shine, like, is ready to go right now? Is right now, has, right now? They said he hasn't lost around all year. He lost and he got it. Think so? Yeah, get faces. Well, K-Shine rapped like this during the twerk, and that shit was like, okay, that's another thing. I was gonna ask you too. I was gonna say, do you think uh, K-Shine kind of took twerk style? Most definitely. All right, because I was watching, uh, I was watching the video, and my boy was like, "Why he sound like twerk?" I'm like, like literally the exact delivery to like the. Way he emphasized words and shit like that. Yeah, he started doing all this extra shit that he never did in his life. Like, bro, like, I get it. Like, you gotta stay relevant how you stay relevant, but bro, you can't just do that skill in somebody else's shit. Like, (laughs) he can, uh, can you please let him know that T Rex is like done? I'm not a T-Rex fan. I just want to say the story. I literally posted on the story. It was a great clip. Rex, think he's done? I, I always got faith in Rex, but. Just because I, I'm, I'm, Rex has been one of my favorite battlers since like I got into battle rap. So it's like I kind of, I have a hard time, I have a hard time saying that he's trash, even though he's kind of been whack. Let me ask you context. I always got faith that one day he's going to come back. I still watch his battles. I always click on this shit. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It, 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 I knew him and Reed Dollars was going to be one of the worst right. battles oh, I've ever seen in my life. Right. That's, that's why I'm like, that's why I that battle was so terrible. But I watched like, it. Just I'm gonna watch it because of Rex. <laughs> I can't not watch a Rex battle. But speaking of 18 and older, as we transition, um, again, we're recording this on Saturday, Saturday afternoon. So late Friday night and even early Saturday morning, there's a lot of young fans somewhat mourning. Because, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of rappers do this, but apparently we have a new member to the list here. Lil Uzi Vert, who <laughs> is supposedly quitting rap and wishing that he woke up in 2013. That's what he said on his story, folks. I'm not lying when I said yeah, that. I heard another video. Was that a video today? Yeah, the video. Oh, yeah. He's like, y'all don't think I'm trying to release music? Like, I released new panic and got a reaction from you guys. And that's y'all. It's hard. Because he, he's been complaining about his beat for generation now. They saw the Don King and uh, DJ Jones. He's been complaining about uh, how they run their shit for him. Oh, nah, it's true though, because the thing is, like, when he yeah, when he first came out, they were pushing him heavy. Oh, indeed. Like, cause, yeah, I, I went to his first show and he performed in New York City. And, like, that shit was nuts. 
And like they was, they brought out everybody. Like everybody was in the building. DJ Drama was in there. Okay, okay. Shit up, like, Uzi's contract was making it so hard. I don't know. I don't know about his contract. I don't think I literally made a, I made a note to myself. Like I need to look up his contract. That's what I mean. It's, it's different. It's, it's different if it's about him going like, yo, I'm not getting paid properly or not. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's, that's but to the point he's like, yo, I can't release music. Nah, but not. had to fight for that shit. Yeah, like really fight to drop shit. It's true. Uzi signed the ultimate slave contract. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like a lot of like not I mean not bad rappers, but a lot of rappers. Period. Like. The deals that they signed, the labels have all control of their release dates. So it's like, whether they should have done or not, they can't release it until the label signs off on it. So it's like, even outside of rap, Ariana Grande is the same way. Her contract, she can't yeah. release shit. Like, and she put out a whole PS that talk about how she wants to be able to release music whenever she wants to. Like, she hates the fact that she has to wait and do all that shit. And it's not... Yeah, let's, rap definitely, let's definitely look at up. Yeah, it's not just rap, but like music, the music industry in general, they release dates depend on the label. So it's like that's just nasty. Which is why, which is why I, Curtis is one of my favorite rappers because he did the right thing. That man was signed to almost every label in the damn industry, but then I did, after he clearly figured out these people ain't gonna drop my shit, like. Like Dame Dash ain't drop Pilot Talk three. Like he wanted, he wanted to drop that shit for a dumb long time. Dame Dash, he was signing Dame Dash for a minute. Who? Currency. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. that. He was signing Dame Dash for a minute. Dame Dash was fucking with his release date. I remember that. I just don't get how those contracts even exist. That thing. happened with that happened with the Migos um, yeah. before they released Bad and Bougie. Yeah. They was they was, yeah. they, was yeah, they was they was. They couldn't release music. I think they could only release like mixtape. They wasn't. Really yeah, they can't. They can't release an album. They can't release joints on oh, platform and shit like that. Like. And then I think they like. And just remember, Gucci, or like once they got out the contract, they just dropped it like that day yeah. or some shit. Yeah. They said, "Fuck it, we out." Speaking yeah. of releases, I re- I I I forgot to send this to the group chat. There is this. There's this YouTube page. I'm gonna feel back, so I forgot the name of it. But it is this YouTube page that all it does is it uploads classic radio interviews from back in the day. I'm working like, on it. That's like High right. 97, Breakfast Club. <laughs> I think you may know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. They, so, have, they, have, they, did have, they have like the Diddy and the Locks joint. About that interview was the fact that Jada was so emotional about the contract. Because Styles is just, he's just chill. He's like bringing it down. And Jada's like, Nothing can stop a steel two-door refrigerator from dropping off a skyscraper. The double door joints. <laughs> He's like, we just want our publishing, man. We just want to get out, did he? He said, you do this to everybody, bro. We made all about the Benjamins. We did this and that. Security can't stop a steel door, double door joint from falling off top of the building. And then Diddy calls and he goes, yo, you know where I'm at? Like what? Just come to the office. Just come, come to the, the office. office. You talking about this? Just come to the office, man. Come on. And he's like, we tried that already. You know we can't get in there. know we can't get in there, man. It was crazy. And Uzi's video reminded me of that. Because the passion in the, yo, I never heard Jada that hurt in my life, son. He was hurt. He's just like coming out of nowhere, like, we can't do nothing, man. Like, we can't. So how we feel about doing a retirement show? 
Just us at the garden, just going away. <laughs> and I was like, yo, he's sick. Nah, but it's like, as an artist, I can feel it where he's coming from. Because it's like, you just want to put your music out there. And you want to be able to get compensated properly for your shit. Like, at the end of the day, you created this with your own brain. And somebody else is eating off of your own... Like intellectual property, like that's just like, like I get it. Like of course the labels gotta eat, but it's like you can't just jerk the artist out of all the hard work that they just put in. Like, and that shit is like. To be honest, you too. Uzi is. I'm gonna just put it this way, right? Take away. He's probably one of the top two. Artists of this generation. Oh, Uzi is a superstar. He's a superstar right now. Like, he, he's seeing how this. We better come. You know what I'm saying? Like, not including like you know the Drake's, the future, the Kendrick's, and shit like that. Well, you know we talk about it, especially for that way. That way, yeah. He's he's like crap, emo, whatever way. He's seen videos of this nigga that having like swarms of people really chasing after him. Uzi bodies festivals. Exactly. Exactly. So what I'm seeing is not like. This guy can sell records no matter when, yeah. no matter what time, no matter what quarter you drop that shit at. He don't even need a label. He don't. He don't. He don't. Even he don't at this point. He, so said, like, he said in the gym he was like signing, signing a contract is like rapping. He saw it. He was like, I don't know why I did it because. They even said me in the streets when you signed them papers as ratting, so yeah. signing the contract on yeah. like ratting. Yeah. Right. I didn't remember too, he was like, he was like, yo, number sign. This is like when you first like, started talking about this. He was like, yo, number yeah. sign. He was like, never so, sign to so a rapper or a DJ. DJ. Yeah, yeah. And DJ Drama like tweeted out. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't just think like, he like, yeah, yo, he said some shit about, uh, let's take the facts and see who's really some shit. Yeah, and my nigga was like, yo, yeah. Oh, you know, know, he, he, he was the reason Amika and uh, Drake beat Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know I was out here bothering with the oh, rest of the shots. Damn, son. You just want to expose her like that. I hate his feelings. And like that. Like that. Just because Drake ain't going to be a fucking... That's why Mans mentioned his ex-wife on what what time to be alive. Yeah, I know. We got some of you in this thing. You know, bro? That man Drake is a... Freakish. Drake is off. Drake is an assassin. That makes him an assassin, yo. I don't care. Like, that makes him a Drake. I didn't even know something. I was like, man, it sounds good. It sounds good. Shout out to Sonny P, man. He's kind of like the old when it comes to fucking subliminals and shit like that, yo. He said that that guy was watching, um, we was watching like old videos. That nigga whole used to be on the other shit. Was it the same YouTube clip?
Flashback, flashback, mommy. Yeah, I'm gonna have what I said. You make me sad about it. Nah, you talking about all this shit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you did yeah. not. Oh, like, I, no, I was just saying, like, last night when I was going on niggas or whatever, I said that. I'm like, yo, I'm like, Drake is the, what Hope was doing, like, back in the day when Hope was super hot. Hope was throwing subliminals at all these yeah, Everybody. Things. But just, and nobody was catching them yeah, because exactly. he was really no. in tune. So, yeah. Like, now, like, as a nigga like me, like, I'm a, as how LeBron said, I'm a hip hop historian. Hip hop historian. I stuff, bro. So, A&R, bro, I gotta stop. Stop nodding your head at every new song in the book. Like, relax. Nah, chill. That man, that man's promo game is on a thousand. All you gotta do is post that 15 seconds. You're not in the whipper in the gym, knocking your door. Remember that Team Grizzly promo? Yo, the Team Grizzly promo. Yo, the Team Grizzly joke was where it all started. Yo, the Team Grizzly I posted it on my grant, but I, 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 I need to be reminded of this. 
Sometimes the lean will fuck with your face. Yeah, you see that face. Nigga's face looks bigger than his body. And the joint is swollen. Like the hairline's still crooked. That's sad. Yo, I saw that too. I saw that shit too. I'm like, yo, damn. No matter how. We're not lying, bro. Man, still crooked. Now she loves she loves boy, yo. I mean, I love so just a bit. If you want to see him, hold up, get the pictures I sent the group chains. Oh, I had wild influence of Soldier. Hold up, I love Soldier. Did they pick the one? Soldier was my guy too, though. Let me Hold up, watch your hands. His pants? He boy, he has some pants. So, hey, this is at a time in my life where I was definitely influenced by Fifty Cent. T.I. and uh, Soldier Boy. Murder's <laughs> 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 right. 14 year old me. Back in those days. Oh! My man had the leap hat. Yo, look at The T.I. hat. Oh, nah. My man had the T.I. leap. That shit was killing me like that. Big Souls at 14. Oh, yeah. Big Souls. Like the belt buckle showing like. Why will Screw up if you want to die? I know, but still. I got this from Southside Yogi's like Daddy Swear. I got it from a bootlegger or something. That shit just looking like a dollar bill. Shout out to my actors. 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 I was stuck like crazy in middle school, yo. The Porter Road ass chains. That was fucking out. Middle school, I remember like it was eighth or seventh grade. Like when me and my boys used to go to Porter to go like school shopping. Bro, I bought some Harlem's. I was looking for White Hall. I was looking for some White Hall. It was like all day on Porter, running up and down. No, nobody had my size. Dude in the truck Oh my god, that shit was hilarious. 
hilarious. That was like when I used to buy the fucking bootleg ass sneakers down the block from Eastview. Right? In that cell phone shop all the way in the back, that nigga used to have the bootleg jungle on the back all day. Like yeah, 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 some other shit. That means they'll get like arrested or some yeah, shit like yeah. that. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm wondering like Mamba is like where. Uh, yeah, it was. I remember like see, yeah, right around the corner. They have moved one right there. That's like, like all the bait shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I was like, yo, this shit is extra big. They ain't really got shit like. They'll have like one or two real items, but then everything else will be like fake. I got me some bait. I had bait. I had a couple of big joints when I was there. I had one real pair, and then I know I knew I had a big pair. Oh, no. Nah. The ones I bought from Sons was fake, but I did have one real pair that I stole from my brother. <laughs> that was it. Speaking <laughs> Yo, Wills, how do you feel? I saw this tweet the other day that pretty much the the, the, the start of Wayne and Pusher, what it evolved into, is pretty much over a hoodie. Oh, the bit oh, the baby. <laughs> so how do you I feel? Heard about that? I heard that. But how, how do you feel that like that's. That's I feel like, case, I, feel like I, I feel like I feel like that's why they made Mr. Me too. They felt like wings. Oh, it's copying. I thought it came from um. They said uh, like Pharrell never got paid for uh. What's, what's the song that that um the niggas did? Uh, that that cash money did. What oh, happened to that boy? You happened to that boy, Neptune. He said for real, no one got paid for that beat. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And they said that they were mad about that, and then they noticed Wayne started rocking a whole lot of uh, it's all that shit. Stuff. Yeah, and um, they just felt like okay, he's copying, he's copying our style, and he ain't pay us, so they made Mr. Me too, or whatever. And um, okay, that makes, that makes sense actually. Yeah, yeah then they asked sense. Wayne like about it, and Wayne like kind of brushed it off. <laughs> yeah, and then at the end he wrote Y'all won, it's a rap Y'all won offset Y'all won is the one that kills me, bro Y'all won, like we didn't want you Yeah, nah, let's go Offset said the same thing with Barney Y'all won Y'all won Y'all won Like, bro, like you didn't just cheat on Shorty like 17 times bro. Yeah, you, you lost yourself Nigga said y'all won But in all seriousness, like I have very brief thoughts about the about this quote unquote breakup, which is uh, if it actually is a deal breakup, it's drugs talking. Yeah, that's what you That is very. I'm on the Ray Sherman page, page, page and I'm looking. I'm like, these niggas was just lit together on New Year's. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But part of it too, I was. But then again, it might be just the fans, and he's just yeah, tired. Yeah. Of At the end of the day, he's the backseat to Swayze. Like, even though he really shouldn't be, which is crazy. 
first of all, I, I want to I shout out AK because AK had a great appearance on what's that show you did again? Oh, um, is it Get Hip? Get Hip. Get Hip. Shout out to the people at Get Hip for having AK on the show. AK did his thing. Great foresight representation. I want to give a shout out to my to my guy Robert, who goes to Columbia University, who's a podcaster. I was on his show earlier this week that came out this morning. Uh, we had a great time. So again, this year's gonna be a year where y'all be seeing a lot of foresight outside of our own platforms. And while this is a random shout out, I want to give a shout out to my painting instructor last night, Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, she held me down when I had a nice night out at the, I went to the paint bar down the street. I went to Muse okay. paint bar, right. you know, painting me up a little piece. Nice. Wine spritz is on deck as my art, <laughs> but it's my art bag is uh, activated. But yeah, it was dope. So shout out to them. And unfortunately, the show's going to get a little serious because uh, we're about to go to the, to the deep Whew. and down depths oh, of, of, of nastiness. Oh, God. Um, so yeah, well, just to give a recap, folks, we spoke about R. Kelly and the Lifetime Doc series that came on last week. But at the time we was talking about it, that was after just two episodes. I like the yeah. first two. Yeah, I was just after the first two. We watched the rest of the four. Oh damn! We watched it, and I felt like I had to wash my eyeballs after. After seeing what I watched, the thing is that you always hear about it, but it's it's crazy when you actually see it, and like and hear the stories, and you actually yeah. hear it coming from these people now to yeah. describe it in detail of what actually happened. Like that shit's fucked up. It's just it was it was just nuts. Also, just because it was like you started seeing the rest of the series, right? So just give a quick recap to the people that didn't see the series. The first two was focused on uh, R. Kelly's. Um, Nasty ass situations with underage women. Yeah. Going back to when he was about to blow up, his childhood, how he was molested, what he did to get underage girls. So the first two episodes was about that, along with, of course, the death of his sex tape. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the Aaliyah journey. And Aaliyah, including Aaliyah as well. The rest was about his nasty dealings with women that were as of age and what came oh, like about with the yeah, sex cult and all that stuff. And it was just so nasty, and it was, you know why it was so nasty? Because outside of what he did, which is clearly various cases of sexual abuse, harassment, rape, all that stuff. What was nasty for me before I passed this to Cassius was the reaction that it caused. And not the reaction of people coming to discover and know about it, but what I hate about cancel culture. I hate cancel culture because everybody from there usually takes the wrong moment to want to big themselves up because it goes from, okay, we're talking about this person where we clearly have these things to look at in the proper context and here, let's take this other person and act like they're doing the same thing when it's not. It's nasty. My man's got thrown under that the other week. Oh, the Drake, Drake yeah. Nicki Minaj the other day with her, a video of her allegedly or whatever, giving a lap dance to some 13 year old boy at a concert. And it's just like. Hold on, that's what I said. I'm sorry. In those two situations, the key word they need to peep out is concert. They were at concerts. You see, like, one thing about concerts is performing, you know, you bring somebody up from the fucking crowd. I'm not gonna know how old, if, I, if I'm a cop performing, and then you know, like, ah, I'm gonna bring a short up on stage. My first thought isn't okay. No, let me find out what they the idea. I'm just bringing them up on stage so that they can experience the concert. 
they gonna have that, that special moment for themselves probably, you know, right. and the other fans can see. It's, it's just a performance aspect. You know, nobody's really gonna be saying, oh, yo, let me see your ID before you can come up on stage. Now, I'm not taking you backstage. I'm not doing that shit, no. <laughs> just come up on stage with me. You gotta perform this song with me. It's all gonna be good. I just thought it was terrible just because, again, it's just, everybody gets so quick to overreact and get exactly. their input in, and it's like, you don't know the, the context. There's context to it. Context like, that's to it. dangerous. When you do that and you want to take the spotlight and put it on others, you're taking away from the person or the people that should have that spotlight. Like, so right now, we are clearly uh, getting on R. Kelly and dissecting everything about him and judging him in the way we should. Let's do that. Let's not right. rush to other people when it may not be the same thing. Not to see it. It's true. Nah, I mean, realistically, with that and the Drake situation particularly, yeah, I get what you got coming from about that, but that's both. The Drake situation was a little wild for me, though. Because even after the even after Shorty told Sunday's age, he still oh. kind of was crazy. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I didn't know. I didn't know that. That was the nasty part. I, I was like, bro. No, he literally. Like she literally told him, like, oh, I'm like six, like You're seventeen. Like, oh, seventeen. No, no, no. I didn't know that. And then Drake said, oh, I don't want to go to jail yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he said yet. Yeah. Shorty, Shorty was like, seven, what the fuck? That's Shorty was seventeen, and I think it, to me this part doesn't matter. But again, I'm all about context. The Shorty seventeen, and I think it was in Colorado or somewhere where yeah, illegal. Yeah, it, but it was nasty because it's like, bro. You just find out she was seventeen, and then you, you was kissing her, filling up on her. This is after she was. She said she was seventeen. No, before he, that, he, and oh. I think they did one more kiss after. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know about you. But what was nasty was, is bro, why would you say such things? as, Damn, like look at how you look. Yeah, yeah you can't. Do you know that happens a lot with victims yeah. that get victim blamed? Yeah. Like, oh, look at the way you look. Like, look at the way you dress. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, how you look? You're pretty much blaming her for your creepy ass. That's nasty. If you don't escort this little girl, Look, Shorty, 
Anybody who has a body and looks great is going to be recognized regardless for it. Yeah. Like it happens all the time, man and woman. So you don't even need to do all that showing off. But hey, what you do today at the end of the day, it might not be for the attention either. Like, so I'm going to teach my daughter to dress age appropriate. Like, I think that's like when she gets a certain age, I'm not really going yeah, to tell her how to dress. But I'm just going to make sure she knows how to respect her body. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, I, I would rather do that. Like, I'm not going to be making money and be like, oh, well, if you doubt, that's like a black man. Be like, well, you shouldn't have been wearing a hoodie at night. Yeah. You shouldn't have been wearing a hoodie at night. You wouldn't have been shot. It's like, like nah. bro, like, just because I got a hoodie on, I deserve to be killed. Like, and that's funny you say that, too, because, like, the other night, um, I was leaving the, the bank right here, Wells Fargo. And when I come through, I go through here and I go through like the little cutting through the alley. Oh, yeah. So when I leave out, I go through the same way, go through the alley. But when I'm walking, um, I see like a couple or whatever, and like the guy, he looked like a like a cop, like an undercover cop. And um, with me, this when it's cold, it's freezing. I wear my ski mask like over my face. Yeah, or whatever. Oh, so that first time. Um, so it's like, <laughs> so it's like, um, so I know, Walsh was walking down the street, forgot he had the ski mask on and saying hello to people. <laughs> and he's wondering why he's saying hello back. Yeah. Uh, uh, I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was yeah. like, I was like, four or five people I know. I'm like, yo. Who the fuck? 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 Who Trying to highlight and, 
and get people going. It's the fact that if we're trying to get better, we need to have better conversations. We need to be safer with our thoughts. Because I've said that at the top of the year. I, I really hope celebrities this year, if they re- forget just regular slander, forget just constructive criticism. If you have people that are really saying something that is a threat to your uh, to your character, Word. I want folks to start suing. Because that's not a joke. Like, I've literally said about Drake. I'm like, yo, Drake. Folks even dating back to the other couple times with uh, the, the, the the young girl from what is the Stranger Things oh, yeah. that he was cool with or, or the 18-year-old model. It's like, a little when, weird, though. Like, why are you hanging around these people? Celebrity or not, it's just a little weird that a grown 30-year-old man is hanging out with teenagers. That's yeah. like, uh, recently, uh, Meek brought up how, because, uh, you know, he said, like, uh, I got a lottery lottery on my um, yeah. wish list. Yeah. Um, he was in an interview, I think it was a breakfast club. They was like, oh, we thought you were really like, like, was messing with her. Um, cause it's like, she was around, like I seen her in pictures, like with the dream chases or whatever. And he was like, oh, now when she was around, hanging around with us, she was like 17. I wasn't really thinking about nothing like that. I mean, he was like, but she's of age now, so. And that's even more creepy. It's like, how do you watch somebody grow up? And then it's like, now, like, nah, like, it's, I would feel weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. like seeing that's a person that I watched mm-hmm. grow up and then just kind of look at them. Like, nah, I can't yeah. look at you that yeah, way. Like, this is like a little sister. There's this little, there's this girl from my hood or whatever. I think she's probably like twenty now, twenty one or whatever. Um, and um, one of my boys, I guess, came across her grand and was like, oh, she grew up or whatever. And then like, he like, shook, he didn't grow up with me like in yeah. the hood or whatever. He's a few years younger than me or whatever. So he's like, oh, she, oh, um, she, alright. And he's like, yo, Willows, look. I'm like, I'm not looking. <laughs> and then he's like, maybe you act like it's a Willow. I'm like, bro. I'm she like, basically I'm like, girl, nigga, I'm like, nigga, I like low key. Like, I'm cool with her sister. Like, me and her sister the same age. I've seen this girl grow up to like from when she was like my nieces or like my daughter's age. Like, I've seen this girl like when she was in diapers. So it's like it's weird for me to even look at because even when I look at her now, like when I'm out and I see her, I still think like, oh yeah, she's a little baby. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, and I just found out she was like twenty because the whole time I'm still thinking she's like ten. You know, I see her growing. What's this age? You always say like she's always going to be like a little ass girl to me, like no yeah. matter what. So it's just like, and I can relate to where you're coming from too, because even the, the back to that other example of Drake, I was saying about with the Stranger Things and the models eighteen, yeah. like. I remember, I remember because of the fact that with what I do for work, so I work with, I, I work with kids teaching and coaching, and I've been in a position where for the most part, I work with young women. So I know what it's like to work with them and have that cool, like, working relationship with them because of the fact of this talking. But you ain't out here them them out. outside of work, though. Like, I'm not, but I'm still not hanging just, out with them outside of work. You're yeah. not just texting no, them like, hey, what's up? Like, but I'm just still saying in terms of just, like, the, the communication aspect because it could look weird, but it's, like, it's really not. It's just, yeah. like, yeah. it's just talking. Yeah. It's just I'm doing doing job or whatever the case may be. And I work in school, too, or whatever, and uh, one of the TAs, he's, like, around my age, and I guess the, um, he was working in the high school before he was working in the elementary school now. And I guess one of the girls is in college now. And she like hit him up to like ask him for help, like on a like a, a research paper or something. Yeah. Cause she know like he was good at whatever the research paper was about. The reason the staff lounge and he was asking another TA like, yo, should I respond to like this email? Cause he's like, 
he was like, you can see the email. She's just asking about work. But he felt weird, like, because he's like, she's like, she's of age. I think now she's like 18. He's like, she's 18 or whatever. But he's like, I just feel weird. Like, he's like, she's asking about school, but he was like, I just don't want to get caught up in anything because he knew like another guy or whatever, I guess, got caught up in like talking to the girl when she like graduated. And he was like, I'm not trying to be like this and that or whatever. So he's like, should I respond? And then like the other TA, she's like a black lady too. She's like, yeah, respond. And then if somebody says something, I'm your witness or whatever. And it's weird, bro. Like I said on the, on the last episode or whatever, um, my ex, when I, we started dating, I was 21. She was like 17, but we wasn't like really like dating, dating. We were just like hanging out and I knew she liked me, but I never really took her serious until she turned 18. It's just like, I don't know, guilty. I don't know. I didn't do nothing or anything. Yeah. She was like, I think part of it is knowing your intentions. You at the same time, you still got to protect yourself yeah. somewhat because of, again, it's, it's, it's like it's anything can be misconstrued. I mean that that's that's a tricky situation because like when it comes to like 17, yeah. 21, it's like y'all wasn't even in high school together. Yeah, like when I was in like when I was in But it's also not that big of an age gap. Like when I was graduating, she was in like ninth grade. Yeah, literally she was in eighth grade when he was a senior. So it's like I ain't gonna front. I think I like I'm twenty-five, but I know for me personally. Like, I can't look at chicks younger than, like, 20, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Like, because like, I look at like, them, and I see, yeah. like, 19, 20, I'm like, where you are for the most part mentally, like, I can't. Uh, even I feel, I'm like, nah, like, you're way too young for me. Like, my baby, you're mom, a baby. Mother, my baby mother, she's young, but she, like, low-key, like, lied to me when I met her and told me a different age. But, like, you gotta yeah. be careful, bro. You gotta be careful. You say about that. Like, Don't put me in a position where I gotta be like free wills until. But she wasn't like, she wasn't like, she wasn't like super young. Like, I mean, she is super young. She's like 22. That's what I mean. That's But when I married, she was 21, and she told me she was 22. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, how you say that? I was like, how you keep me some shit like that? She was like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. We like we're not together either. So I'm like, but didn't you tell me you yeah. was like? But uh, it's whatever. But um, yeah, like it, it's like shit. Shit happens. Yeah, that's true. They say Jay Z is a creep. I know, to me personally, I think Jay Z is a creep for real. Because he was definitely about the Foxy Brown shit. He's talking about the Beyonce shit. Like, yeah, like Beyonce was a whole grown ass woman when he when she met Jay Z. I mean, Jay was like thirty. He was like sixteen, seventeen. Uh, that show you named that was in uh, Bob and Kids, a little girl. 
Oh, freaking what? The light skin one? No, no, the, like the, the, the small the one. Small the small one? The baby The baby Katie, the, the girl. The girl played Katie, fam, Joe. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I still find it weird, bro. I can't. I felt like a creep too. I saw her pull out. She's bad now. I'm like, damn. I saw you was
the end of the Dreamville thing that they're doing will actually be over That's with this whole experiment. So that'll be perfect. But hey, I feel really great about this conversation. Whole yeah, room is filled with people that are not sickos. Before we wrap up, please please let the people know uh, where they can find you. Let them know any yeah, yeah, upcoming yeah. battles that you have. Uh, we got Facebook, Cash is Play. If you want to add me on there? Keep up with my battles and stuff like that. I'm posting all my flyers and shit on there. I don't really be on like Snapchat or nothing, but you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Cash is Clay. F N F. That's C A S H. Uh, uh, I-S-C-L-A-Y and the letters F-N-F. Shout out to Freaker Fresh, by the way. Of course. Shout out to Freaker Fresh, by the from break with the 47 series episode season one season two make sure you always on the lookout for wills and small circle tay got things coming really soon johnny's overweight lover project is still out and available for your consumption and once again thank you to rock for me on his podcast earlier this week the robert john boy show Check that out, man. And you already know how we rocking, man. For your boys up top, for your boys down low. You already know how we go about it, man. Ah, ah, ah. Sweet, man. Ooh, lit. That was great. Thanks. 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 Thanks.